0: You're listening to the Side Gig Central Podcast, episode number 35, At Home Edition. Yes still at home. We're talking about Instagram again today because it's one of the most popular topics that I get asked about. And yeah, it's a great way to build your brand online, build visibility, build an audience, build a tribe. I've been doing it for the podcast there and it's been working out really well. But there are some pitfalls. There are some things that feel a little bit wonky about Instagram. So today I have my friend and Instagram extraordinaire. So Sophie Henderson on the show today. She is authentically Sophie on Instagram, and she is all about a non BS approach to Instagram and how to get visible how to engage with your audience and how to basically get stuff done without wasting your time on the platform. So we are going to talk about Instagram. Hopefully if you have any questions, you'll go ahead and connect with us on Instagram so we can answer anything that you may have that is popping up for you. But this one is all about advanced strategies. So if you are ready to to learn a little bit more about hashtags, that thing that I absolutely love to hate, and how to engage with your audience on a much more personal level, go ahead and press play. Oh, wait, you already did press play. I mean, keep listening. You're listening to the Side Gig Central podcast, where we truly believe that your side gig has the power to change your life. My name is Elena Chicatelli, and I'm a small business owner and side gig hustler just like you. I'm so excited to help you redefine what success looks like in today's gig economy listen in on honest conversations that i have with the experts and from hard-working side gig entrepreneurs just like you who are killing it with their side hustle learn the best strategies tips and tricks that have helped others pave their own way and craft their dream side gig so if you're ready to get started up your game and do the work you're definitely in the right place let's get started Sophie welcome to the show I'm so excited that
1: you're here and we are doing an episode about Instagram this is a dream come true right now so excited tell the listeners where you're calling in from or I should say where are you zooming in from today I am zooming in
2: from Sweden I'm stuck now in
1: like the rest of us in the, like rest, the rest of the rest world here and then who is your friend that you have in the background he did make a, a slight appearance
2: <laughs> my little dog lemmy
1: he's always here <laughs> i love lemmy um and in, in case you don't follow sophie on instagram already uh, definitely go check out her all of her lemmy photos what kind of a dog is he again i forget
2: he's a Chihuahua, and we call him He is a mix and he's honestly so cute, but also he,
1: he's, he's adorable. I mean, look, look at his little body. Oh my gosh. I mean, go he's He's adorable. Of course I'm saying, look, and of course this is a podcast episode. Nobody can look. Okay. (laughs) So then you'll have to go follow us on Instagram, but today our topic is Instagram. But before we dive into that, Sophie, tell us more about your entrepreneurial journey. How did you get to where you are today and become this just master of Instagram
2: well I was born into this whole internet era since I'm still very young so right so I'm a millennial so I was kind of brought up online which and I spent a lot of time online and then I graduated from school and did the whole nine to five thing and then I started side gigging as a social media manager because I had the uh I have an overall good idea of how platforms are being, how you can leverage the different kind of platforms online. So I started psyching as a social media manager and then I got my certificate in social media strategies for small businesses. So I could help a friend actually with her business on Instagram. And uh, after that, I found a lot of other people needed help with their businesses, especially on Instagram. And then they wanted to do it themselves. They didn't want to trust anyone else to do it. They wanted to do it themselves. So I started teaching them how to do it. And I just kind of pivoted into me getting my coaching certificate. And then it just kind of, it just kind of grew And now I just do it. (laughs) I just do this and I love it. That's amazing. And I think it's so cool that you took a
1: need in the marketplace. And I talk about this all the time, identifying a need and then positioning yourself, not only as the expert, but the the go-to person that can actually teach you how to do X, Y, and Z thing. That is a need in the marketplace. So uh, I love that. And in case you are not already following Sophie, what is your Instagram profile so people can go follow you?
2: I am authentically Sophie. Yes, that is my that is my whole brand. Yes, <laughs> I also I also wanted to teach people how to do it themselves, and I discovered that a lot of people do that, but a lot of people also just beat around the bush a lot, or you get something, but you don't get the whole idea, full picture. Mm-hmm. So I was sick of that, so I just decided to do it myself, and then actually just skip the fluff, and skip the bullshit, and just. Yes. People what they wanted.
1: Exactly. Exactly. This is why I love Sophie. She gets right to the right to the point here. So, um, so this episode, like I mentioned, is going to be advanced Instagram strategies. If you guys are more of a beginner or you need more of a foundation, go ahead and listen to episode eighteen, which is called "How to Use Instagram to Find Your Ideal Audience." That's going to give you a nice baseline of uh, what to look for and how to set up your account for success now today sophie and i are talking more into the nitty-gritty of what you should be doing on instagram not only like what types of content you should be posting but how to attract the right people to your instagram and how that's going to help you Um, engagement, that's a huge factor that we need to be talking about. And of course, my favorite topic that I love to hate, which is hashtags, we're going to get into hashtags, deep dive there. So uh, Sophie, I want to bring it back to you. I want to talk about attracting the right people to your Instagram profile and why this is so important. So can you give us a rundown of how to do this and why we should be thinking
2: about it? Well, you want to attract the right kind of people to any kind of social media, but especially Instagram, because Instagram is such a power tool if you know how to use it. And it's when you think about it, it gets pretty obvious, but you obviously want to see, it, want people to see your content and what you put out there. You want people to follow you. You want people to go engage with you. But you also want to start building a relationship with these people. And you also want to be able to move this traffic from a to b so you want to move this traffic from instagram to your website or to any kind like you you want to be able to move them to spotify to listen to this for example So you want to be able to move them between yeah a and b so that is, that is the whole why you want to attract the right kind of people because if you attract the wrong kind those who just look at your profile and then they're just going to move on the right kind of people will be your ideal client your ideal follower the ones that really care about what you put out there what you do and they really engage with your brand and who you are mm-hmm. so yeah and I think that's really important to note
1: because a lot of times we don't have the clarity around what we're trying to attract and I think the more that mm-hmm. we can think about this and the more we can focus on who we can help. And I want to go to the, the bio real quick and really quickly. Can you go over the I help statement and why that needs to be prominent and how that can help you attract the right people?
2: Well, yeah, you want the first, This their bio and your feed is going to be the first impression. Whether it's a personal profile or it's a business profile, it's still your first impression that you make. So you want to have a clear bio and preferably a clear feed as well. But the bio is the thing that people actually read to get the inside glimpse of who you are and what your brand represents. So understanding who you are what you do, who you help, you want that to be clear crystal clear the second they see your bio. So having an I help statement gives them that obvious, oh, okay, this is for me or this is not for me.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's almost like you want to be inside uh, that ideal audience member or that ideal follower's head. And as soon as they land on your page, they're like, oh yeah, this is for me or this is something I'm interested in. So that'll kind of like spark that. Um, So I want to get into engagement because of course, liking photos is okay right it's a little bit more of a vanity metric and by the way when are the likes actually going away we were talking about this back in 2019 ah the likes are going away and it never actually happened it
2: hasn't happened uh, it hasn't happened here either they keep saying it's going to happen but they haven't put a date on it as far as i know they just say it's gonna happen, but I think Instagram is doing a lot of back end work right now as well. Cause I've had, I've been hit with a couple of surveys. So just when I open up the, the app, and I know they are getting a lot of reports right now, cause people are home in quarantine. And they're getting hit with the action block they can't do more actions they can't like you know when you like too many photos you unfollow too many people you do one it's an action too many times you get hit with the action block and i know a lot of people have been getting hit with those because they're on instagram a lot right now because they're home in quarantine so instagram have been they've been super swamped with dealing with all these things but yeah i honestly don't have a have any updates on the likes? On the likes? Yeah, anyway, I thought that that was a, a little bit of a
1: an Instagram lie. But anyway, getting back, yeah. to, getting back to engagement though. So we know that conversing back and forth in the comments, conversing back and forth in the DMs is where you're going to build up the like, know, and trust factor, right? But then you're yeah. also going to get more Instagram love to your page, right? So yeah. let's talk about engagement. And I, you posted this thing, this on your stories, which I thought was great. And everyone needs to hear it. You said, if you want engagement, you have to go and engage with others yourself. So let's talk yeah. about a strategy on how to get that done
2: well yeah it's like i said you can't just wait for people to magically discover you from out of the blue without doing any kind of work yourself in anything so you have to put yourself out there in front of people and you have to attract them back to your account that's the whole goal so this is why leaving comments for example that are just Part ice on someone's photo. They're just gonna like that comment and move on with the day. But if you actually leave an engaging comment under someone's photo, they're gonna respond. You're gonna be able to build a relationship with them, even on their content, or you're gonna attract them back to yours. And that is essentially what you want, because you want the, what people are looking at today is the engagement rate. They don't look at amount of likes, for example. They combine the likes and the comments and the divide up by the number of followers that you have. And that is the metric you need to keep an eye on. Yeah, let's talk about that for a
1: second. What is that magical mathematical equation? What is it again? the number? <laughs> I always you get have the, the, the number, number
2: of followers that you have divided by the number of comments and likes that you get. And that's when your engagement rate, the, you divide it by hundred or something and then you get the engagement rate. I know there's an online calculator out there that I personally use because I can't do math. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I can't either. I'm like, uh, the, the math. Maybe we can find it and I will, um, I'll hit up Sophie at the end of this. We'll put the link to that calculator for this episode so you guys yeah. can go and take a look at it. Uh, because I think it is worthwhile to know what your engagement rate is. Yeah. What, what's the point of having an account if you have all of these likes and you've one comment and it's exactly. the comment of your you know all of your list of hashtags that doesn't really serve a purpose
2: but um, this goes with buying followers as well if you buy a lot of followers you're just going to have a huge amount of followers but not, they're not going to convert into clients they're not going to help your engagement rate if anyone wants to collaborate with you we're just going to do, do you a disservice
1: yeah i 100 percent agree with you now when we get into engagement one last note on here what would be the sweet spot? Would it be a combination of being on stories every day? Is it a combination of posting really educational, entertaining, on-brand things in your feed? What's the sweet spot there? What, how can we mix and match and combine those two things to have like a really like
2: engaging profile? As long as you have a consistent feed, as long as you upload, it doesn't matter if you upload once a day or once a week. As long as you're staying consistent with that pace of uploading, but you should upload to stories a minimum once a day, preferably multiple times a day, with a couple of hours in between posts here, but to really make sure that, because let's say you leave a comment on someone's uh, someone else's someone's photo or other piece of content they might not go look at your profile but they can see your little bubble and they're going to look at your stories and something in your stories will attract them so and also all of your followers will get alerted every time you upload to a story so using stories consistently every day is something i would absolutely recommend
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. And to be a hundred percent honest, I actually hired Sophie a couple of months ago because I was so lost on stories and I was so, I was such an admirer of your work and you did such a great job of showing up consistently, showing up with value. And I reached out to Sophie, I was like, help me please. I need to understand stories a lot better. And that was the number one thing that kind of like, switch the light bulb on in my head. It was getting on there, whether I like it or not. Use filters if you feel (laughs) self-conscious, right? (laughs) Filters are our friends, right? And then just make sure that you're showing up for your audience. And it's not, correct me if I'm wrong, it's not like a self-serving thing. Like I did these five things today, go me. It's more of like, how can I help you the audience
2: who's consuming this can we talk about that a little bit more yeah absolutely and that's also using stories can be such an extra way of producing or or posting content that you don't want on your feed like let's say you have an expiration code for some sale or if you have something you want to promote but you don't want to put it on your feed but your story that go away in 24 hours And if you just want to repurpose some content that did amazing on your feed, you can just post it in your stories. And like you said, it's about your followers and your clients more than it is about you. So you want to educate them. You want to entertain them. You can get them a glimpse of behind the scenes content that you might not want to put in your feed either. This is why stories are just so good because they're they're creative. If you're creative, you can post whatever you want in there. There's no stopping you from posting anything because you can always leverage it into being about your audience or being a lesson you learned you want to share with your audience
1: yes i think that right there is so key because i think that's what gets people to come back come back in there mm-hmm. because i know for you when i see your bubble pop up to the front I'm like oh sophie's got something to say let me check out what she has to say because I always learn something really valuable from her. So, all right, cool. Moving on, let's talk about hashtags. Like I had mentioned in the beginning, it is something that I love to hate. I know I need to be doing more hashtag research, but um, I think it's clear on why we need to use them. But we can go over, reiterate that, why we need to use hashtags, and what's the best way to curate them. Do I need to spend a month or every every couple of weeks going through my hashtags and reevaluating, what is the best way to
2: work in batches with hashtags? Because it's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. Well, Instagram lets you use thirty hashtags per post, but I've heard that the golden ratio here is around seven. I honestly don't know if that's true or not, though. I haven't tested that theory myself. I just I use a different range of hashtags personally. Sometimes I use more. Sometimes I use less. But the most important thing to think about when you are going to use hashtags is, is they're sized accordingly. Like if you have a very, very huge, big account, millions of followers, you can pretty much use whatever hashtag you want. But yeah. that, is not, that is not the case for the majority of us. Right. The majority of us have a couple of hundred, maybe a couple of thousands, right? So understanding what hashtags we can use so we don't get either drowned out or undiscovered at all. Because if you use hashtags that are way too small, no one's going to see you. And that's the whole point of using hashtags hashtag to get visibility that someone searches for that hashtag and your content shows up. Yes. At the same time, if you use hashtags that are way too big, you're just going to disappear amongst all the other posts in that certain hashtag group. So
1: let's talk about, um, where to place hashtags. Would you recommend putting hashtags in the body of your caption? Do you recommend posting the hashtags as a comment to your post? Do you recommend putting hashtags throughout the caption?
2: What's your theory here? If you want it to be, if you want your caption to be easy to read, I would not recommend using hashtags in the caption itself. I would recommend putting them at the bottom. You can put them in the comments if you want. I've, from my understanding, they do the same amount of work for you, no matter if you put them in the caption or in the comments. So that's just a personal preference, what you prefer. I personally prefer to put them directly below my caption because I add them when I write the caption. Mm. So that's that's just easier for me to do it that way ah that's a good point yeah i've
1: been doing it in the comments and i haven't done any a b testing so i don't know which one is is better um but let's get into a little bit more on curating hashtags or researching hashtags i know we have to get into the head of our ideal client or our Our ideal follower what they would be searching for see I learned this on one of your stories <laughs> um, let's get into how we can do that in a an effective way because that to me screams hours of work so is there a way is I'm, there's probably not a shortcut but is there a way to like make it more manageable to, to do
2: well, the better you understand your ideal client or follower here, and you better you better you understand their language and what kind of words they would use, the faster this whole process is going to go, and the way better you're going to get way better results from it as well. But that's it's a lot of trial and error with hashtags, unfortunately, because they keep changing as well since more people starting to use a certain hashtag and less people are starting to. Using, or stop using. I saw people are starting to stop using. That didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got it though. Yeah. I got it. There's <laughs> a certain hashtag. So, um, so it's a lot of trial and error, and it's going to keep changing as things change in the world as well, and how many people are attracted to the market, and it's just a lot of different variables that are just going to make the hashtags change, and why you want to change them up as well. And speaking of that, if you don't rotate, you should have a couple of hashtag groups to rotate between. Because if you use the same couple of hashtags on every single one of your posts, Instagram will most likely recognize it as spam. And it's going to do you a disservice. Yeah. So that's not going to work. But yeah, yeah, like you said, if you understand what hashtags your ideal client would search for, you absolutely go use them on your posts as long as they're relevant to the content at hand. Because if it's not relevant to the content or your brand is going to do you a disservice as well. Cause people search for a certain topic or a certain thing cause they want to see that certain thing. And if you're not it, they're just going to scroll by you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly right. So I think that kind of brings us into biggest mistakes, biggest mistakes that we make or that you see other people making with hashtags can we get into some of that and how yeah. how we can fix those mistakes?
2: What I see people doing with hashtags is using, honestly, it's using the hashtags that are way too big for them. That's the main, the biggest thing I see people do. So they explain,
1: sorry, explain what using a hashtag that's too big for my account. Explain what that
2: means. They don't use <laughs> Typically, I've seen people try to do their hashtag research and they have been because they use hashtags that are relevant to their content, like hashtag entrepreneurship or hashtag small business. But those, so, they, so what you want to do is use those types of hashtags. Yes, if you are an entrepreneur, if you have a small business, but those hashtags also have millions, if not millions of posts. So that's going to lead you to being drowned out. So even if you do your research and you keep it to the content at hand, to what you are and your brand and what people would search for, you're still going to get drowned out. So what you can do is use, instead of entrepreneurship, you can do female entrepreneurship tips, for example, if you post a lot of tips or tricks, because that's automatically going to bring in people that are looking for it and it's gonna bring in like you're gonna show up because it's sized accordingly. I don't know how many hashtags are in this certain hashtag though, but you understand what I'm getting here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So you need
1: to to swim in your own lane. You can't yeah. be you can't be swimming with the jlo accounts and the celebrity accounts that have the millions of followers you got to swim in your own lane until you build up a really you know decent sized account uh with yeah and that's the whole point with hashtags
2: that you want to be seen yeah exactly that's a whole that's the whole reason to even use them right yeah so and that's the same reason why you can find if you want to have more engagement on your account and if you want people to come engage with you if you just want to build relationships with people because that's what it's really all about you can do the same in reverse you can reverse energy near it so what hashtags would your ideal client or follower use you can go search for that hashtags and go engage with them and then attract them back to you so that works both ways that's a great, yeah, that's a really great point. And we
1: thought, yeah, exactly. Guys, you should be scribbling down some notes on this one. Sophie is giving you all the tips here. Uh, I want to uh, talk about some... Some final thoughts actually, we're like running up to the end. Time is, time flies so fast when I'm talking to you, Sophie. Time goes so quick. Um we're into the never would I ever segment of the show where I ask every single guest to fill in the blank of a never would I ever question. And Sophie, your question is going to be: when it comes to growing my Instagram account, never would I ever. ah yes there it is okay
2: so why what is the the big why the big why is that well it's gonna if anyone ever looks at my account is gonna see me as a phony and a fake and it's not gonna get any trust i'm not gonna be able to build any trust with any of my followers or potential clients that way and also, not to mention that my engagement rate is gonna suck. So if any brands or other people want to collaborate with me and they look at my engagement rate and they see it's zero point zero one two percent, it's they're not. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> right.
1: Exactly. So you, the whole point, really, and. Um, let me know if you agree with this, Sophie. The whole point of Instagram is to cultivate relationships, really yes. demonstrate your personality, how you can help them delivering value in a way that is dynamic, right? Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, it's changing all the time. And I, I think the the really great Instagram accounts that I've seen not only take that, that really great branding presence, but then also deliver a really, really killer value proposition. And then the really advanced ones throw you into a sales funnel, right? Because like you had mentioned in the beginning, we want to actually, push people to our podcast to our yeah. e- email list to wherever we can cultivate that relationship further so is that kind but that's of the-
2: again that's sorry to interrupt drop you <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's okay. again why i would never buy followers because those people are never gonna buy from me I'd rather have a thousand followers or a hundred followers and a good conversion rate to people that actually buy from me or trust me or want to collaborate with me and love on me and I can love on them and build relationships with them and have this tribe and I built instead of having 10,000 followers and the swipe up feature, but for what? Like no one's going to swipe up. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, I'm so glad
1: that you mentioned the swipe up feature. Yeah. And a lot of times people are like, Oh, I need to get the numbers and to, to get that feature. And, for you guys that don't know that the swipe up features in the stories, it's, you have to have that threshold of 10,000 followers and it brings you right away to a link. But again, it's like, for what, if you don't have that trust, if you don't have that relationship built, then doesn't even matter. Sophie, this has been a great conversation about Instagram. I love it. So we're going to put the link to that Instagram calculator, that engagement calculator into the show notes. So you guys can have access to that. Um, Tell us besides Instagram, obviously, where can people reach out to you, Sophie, if they want
2: to connect with you and collaborate? I actually have, well, my Instagram is my main, where I build relationships. (laughs) So I use Instagram, AuthenticallySophie, and I also have a website, AuthenticallySophie.com. So that's where you can find me.
0: Thanks so much for listening to the Side Gig Central podcast. You can dive into the show notes for this episode and for all past episodes at SideGeekCentral.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll talk to you very soon. And by the way, keep up that side hustle because mm, it looks good on you.